0: To your favorite sports show, hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all filthy. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show.
1: Hello, and welcome into episode 115 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host, Jesse Taylor, and we are the Babes on Broad, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Wow, my voice just went out there. Sorry, I'm not a, I promise I'm not a, a little teen boy going through puberty right there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you know, you never know who's talking to me on these things, honestly, but so we're switching up our show a little bit in the fact of our structure because nobody wants to hear about that absolutely horrid, hideous, disgusting loss against the Arizona Cardinals last week. I think, oh. honestly, I was telling you before the show, if anybody does talk about it, they're just it's going to piss you off even more at this point. Yeah. It's just one of those things you have to let go, um, and nobody even wants to talk about it. So we're eh. so not doing that. Yeah, take it away from my mind. But I always say forgive and forget. So you got to do that one, I guess. I don't know if I'll forgive them for making me feel like that because it was I embarrassing. Mean, we they embarrassed
2: don't us. have a choice.
1: Yeah, um, unless they go in and lose this upcoming week, then then we got yeah. a choice.
2: Then we have a whole separate set of issues yeah. on our. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it was bad. We So we're not going to break it down like we usually do. We're just going to kind of, I mean, okay. So they've lost four out of their last five, only beating the Giants on Christmas day. The offense has been bad. The defense has been worse. I, I mean, they've been outscored 30 to zero in the last two third quarters. I, I mean, okay. So like just in general, offensively, like, I didn't think offensively they looked too bad on Christmas, and they didn't look too they didn't look bad on Sunday, Monday. When the hell was this game? Sunday, 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 Sunday. Um, I, I like they were moving the ball, they were scoring points. I, you know, the turnovers and penalties still. You know, okay, the pick six from Jalen Hurts, like Dallas Goddard fell down. Like, what are you gonna do? Anything. Yeah. That happens, it is what it is. Everyone makes their peace with it. We move on. Um, the fumble, the kick return fumble situation. I mean, if that's not like the epitome of the Philadelphia (laughs) Eagles 2023, I don't know what is. Um, but like I, I didn't have any complaints with the offensive execution against the Cardinals, it was just the late game decision making. Situations. I agree,
1: 100.
2: You put it, put the game on the defense, who had yet to make one singular stop all game mm-hmm. long. And you play conservative in that you know third and twenty situation or third and sixteen, whatever it was. I guess it was. First I think down. It was third and nineteen. Okay, so first down, you get the the holding call or false whatever the hell it was. You move back, so it's first and twenty. You go, you know, quarterback draw, play action, quarterback draw, uh, screen. At third and 20. Any game. Well, I don't uh, like, again, I, if your defense was playing well, okay. But your, your, your defense has been actually the worst defense in the NFL over the last six weeks.
1: Yeah. So th- I think that just like looking at both sides of the ball, offense has been disappointing because they're just not playing. Up to their standard. You know what I mean? Like, they're still, they still got it. Like you said, like they're decent. They're super mega talented. So it's still just like annoying because the talent can just carry you
2: in a certain way. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So, like, that is more like, okay. And also, like, you're just seeing stupid mistakes. Like, it's not like it's frustrating, but it's not like infuriating because you're like, guys, you're better than this. It's kind of like, you know what I mean? The defense is, like the concerning point of this because this is where we were we came into this being like dude what do you mean like we have great defense you know what i mean like yeah we me- knew that like we were a little weaker on linebackers but even if you could argue coming into this season we thought we were gonna not be as weak as we have been at linebacker the last couple years you know what i mean but mm-hmm. it's just that has been the overall major major disappointment of the season, and th- I mean honestly, that's why you saw Sean Desai get demoted, and Pat sure not coming, but- No, but you had to switch not something better. up. But you had to switch I mean, something up know, just to hope no. that there was
2: the morale. I mean, at this point, like let the players call. The- let the players do what they want. I literally don't care. Anything is better. Yeah. Than whatever is being put out there right now. There, if you've watched any of these, they're so confused. They have no idea what they're supposed to be doing. They look like idiots. Collectively, I mean, you start at the beginning. Like, this this was the most mind-blowing thing to me, and I think this, this is, like, my biggest problem with the Eagles right now is, like, there are major, major, major issues here. Avante Maddox got hurt in week two. They bring him back, and Bradley Roby is inactive. Why is Rashad Penny active for the second time all year if he's not in the game one singular time and the person who has played slot corner for you for the last nine weeks, you make him inactive? So if Avante Maddox gets hurt or is just not playing well, you don't have the option to make a shift there? What kind of decision-making is that? Idea is that does Howie still decide who's inactive? Or I was not? just gonna
1: say, who's just like, who's say is that? I don't know, Nick or is it Howie, or I
2: don't know, but whoever needs to be smacked upside the head because that is a bonehead decision. Dumb, dumb. Like, starting there, I'm like, this is a terrible idea. Why did you make this decision? The tackling, horrendous. They missed at least five yeah, tackles horrendous. on the first drive alone. Terrible, horrendous. The Cardinals are what are the worst offense in the nfl and they did not punt, not one time their drives i just
1: got grossed out chills
2: field goal pick six field goal touchdown 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 touchdown
1: jess can you literally see it i have grossed out chills
2: yep it's awful it's awful and i know we said we're not gonna like we're not rehashing the game we are just like going exist here we have to go into week 18 we have we have to go into playoffs they're in yeah we have to watch a <laughs> playoff game unfortunately or fortunately but, i don't know where we stand yet but so all this happens right and we haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks because holidays with children yeah it's too much okay it's, moms,
1: <laughs> it's too much.
2: moms are the real superheroes in the holidays i am exhausted but so <laughs> We haven't talked in a couple weeks, so I don't think we've even talked. We didn't talk about Seattle. So these last couple weeks have been an absolute cluster, for lack of a better term. And we have to go into this playoff scenario in the midst of all of this, in the combo of all of this. You're getting all of these things coming out about a fractured locker room and the vets are angry and the coaching staff has lost the team. And A.J. Brown's a monster and he is the worst teammate ever. And all these different things. And everyone's mad and everyone's frustrated. Then he, then AJ's not talking to the media. Jalen Hurts is giving his cryptic answers. Nick Sirianni's making himself look like a bonehead in every press conference he has. There, it has not been a good time, okay? There has no. not been a lot of Christmas cheer and holiday spirit around the Philadelphia Eagles. So then this week happens. And this is just, I think, really the crux of it and where how we kind of make our decisions. Decisions of where they are today. Bless you, Marlo, and your little (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay, so AJ Brown is like, I'm not talking after the game. You see him shaking his head, looking angry, whatever. Jason Kelsey's pissed after the game. Everyone's a mess. AJ Brown tweets on Tuesday night, I will speak (laughs) tomorrow. And I am just like, oh my God, the world is going to be set on fire. And you and i talked about it before it happened sam there was like no in between right there wasn't like uh he was either gonna like flame the coaching staff or it was gonna be a giant nothing burger yes he flame the coaching staff but it it wasn't nothing he came in and basically said if i talk you tell me i'm a monster if i don't talk you tell me i'm a monster I have, there's been a piece written about me this week saying I'm the clear cut problem. I'm an awful teammate. I missed that. And the other thing, a veteran said, I'm the issue, all this stuff. We obviously saw, you know, what kind of happened and unfolded with that. And he's, and I just thought everyone's on the like fire, everybody train, right? And everyone is like, we need to change an Offensive coordinator I'm raising play. my hand. Yeah, Sam is raising her hand. She's one of those people. That is fine. I totally get it. And I'm not necessarily in disagreement with that. However, I'm not on the fire Nick Sirianni train. Are you on the fire Nick Sirianni train?
1: No. So I, <clears throat> sorry, my voice. But so as of right now, it's definitely the coordinators, both sides. Nick Sirianni, I'm kind of, uh, I. you know what I mean? So I think I wouldn't fire him if I'm feeling, because uh, like, you know what I mean? I it's think, not good enough reason I, at this point.
2: Now, if if the players, if your core players, i.e. Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, and AJ Brown, if those three guys walk into Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie's office at the end of the season and say, I'm done with Nick's BS, I'm sick of the the growing flowers, I'm yeah. tired, it's old, it's done, I roll my eyes, I don't respect it. Ah, uh, then, then you do. Then buy, yeah. That's not the case. I absolutely do not think he needs to be. He should be fired. This I, man is to the playoffs the last three years. They yeah. look like they were dead in the water for at least five years after twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, what Nick Sirianni has managed to do, playoffs in the first three seasons. I think the last. I don't know the last coach to do that. It's it's been since the early. It's it's been at least thirty years since that has happened. Um, but what I thought. And what really solidified this for me was what AJ said about Nick Sirianni. And I thought this was the biggest component of this press conference that he held in front of his locker, which was, I know that there are things that Nick wants to change. Totally agreed, But he said, one thing that I cannot say about Nick Sirianni is that he is not loyal. And I know Marlo agrees with me too. <laughs> the one thing you can't say about Nick Sirianni is that he's not loyal. And he goes out there and he looks like an idiot for us when we're the ones that make the mistakes. So he, I, you yeah. remember in Seattle, Nick Sirianni came out and said, well, yeah, that last play, what we tried to do was we thought AJ could draw a flag in that situation and it would just bump us up the field and like that would be that. And he sounded like a moron. If your yeah. giant idea... At the in you know crunch time end of game situation is let's just try to draw a flag. That's stupid, and you should be fired on the spot if that's (laughs) your idea. But AJ was like, we went out there and like we improvised and went rogue, and it didn't work, and we we blew the game. And Nick Sirianni totally fell on that sword and didn't throw us under the bus. He's like, he looked like an idiot. and he did
1: yeah yeah so i yeah
2: aj brown saved this did aj brown turn the season around solely with that alone
1: hopefully i hope i hope we come out and we see this new energy and this new like band of brothers because that's what doesn't make sense about this right like these guys are so close like obviously they're getting frustrated now and like it's kind of causing maybe a little like tension But they were and are, I believe, still just such a close-knit group of guys, and that's what got them where they went last year. You know what I mean? So it's just really frustrating that you can have that kind of mesh, and it's just you're not seeing it on the field. And it's like, to me, I agree with you 100%. If your stars do not say they have a problem with Nick and they're coming to bat for Nick, then, yeah, you don't fire him. I do have him on a close watch to start next season because at that point it's like, like, because I don't want to go another season like this where it's, like, they just have had a terrible – what did week 13 at all started going downhill, really? So, like, that's what I want to avoid for next year where they just are stuck in this position because it was after the trade deadline and we're all just miserable. So, they need to catch it early next year if it's going to happen again. Um, that's my only point about that. But it does they're say a lot. Five. I they're know.
2: Five. And the only I, reason that they're not – the one seed is because there are a lot of other teams that are really good in the like a lot like dallas detroit san francisco like all these teams kept winning games as well so like i don't know if we're sitting in this point next year and we're having the same issue but
1: they're also 11 and five like but my thing about it is just the fact that it's gone like they're not 11 and five throughout the season you know what i mean they were 10 and one they, and then had a significant drop-off. That's what it yeah. is for me. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, yeah, I feel like the 11 and five is what like the national media would do. That doesn't like actually watch the games. You know what I mean? They'd be like, what are you talking about? They had a great season. And it's like, no, you didn't like it. There was a significant drop-off and that's, what's like the bad part about it. If it was yeah. spaced here and there and they just had a bad week in week two and had a bad week here, you know, that would be completely different. I agree with you there. It's just okay. how it's happened. It's been such a drop-off, and it's that's what's concerning and frustrating about it because they were – and I wouldn't even say they were so good before, but they did find a way to win, and a win right. is a win. I agree yeah. with that 100%. I've always said that. But, yeah, it's just – that's what's concerning about it. But, yes, I think – so where I stand, I think it's the coordinators 100% need to go. I don't know. Was that a Nick Siriani? Were they Nick Siriani? hires or were they howie hires they were nick siriani picks
2: now you can also attribute a little bit of it keep in mind we got effed on the defensive coordinator thing because gannon did what he did so we yeah. lost out on all of all of the better he actually
1: options. so true
2: so because true. i didn't want to think of that sucks um Yeah, I mean we didn't think we needed a coordinator. I mean, I still would have liked one, but that's neither here nor there. We didn't think we had to go looking for one. So we were so behind on everything. You know, they lost out on the Vic Fangio. I think our D backs coach left for the Ravens. He might be the defensive Ravens. That could have been a really good internal promotion obviously yeah. as you see if they sought out yeah if yeah, they were just for the ravens that, right like if they were able to set like if they lose Gannon, they're like okay but that that ship had already sailed like so mm-hmm. that's the only reason that sean desai was the decision because he was all that was left now we True. knew earlier on that we were gonna that shane steichen was leaving and i don't think there were many people that had an issue with the internal promotion of Brian Johnson at the time. Hindsight's well, been- and it
1: makes sense because he has that relationship with um, Jalen and Jalen had that like huge progression last year and he was the QBs right. coach. So it, it right. did, I see why they would promote that. And also like your main guy on offense is saying, Hey, promote this guy. Like that's a pretty big thing going right. your way. So I I understand that one. And it's tough because like, do
2: I think that Brian Johnson is a, that is is going to be a bad offensive coordinator in the NFL no I just think that he's young and inexperienced in calling plays and calling an offense and having to make those crucial situational decisions and he would be better suited for a team that isn't you know a, a, a Super a Bowl I mean, all teams are Super Bowl aspiration teams right but like if he was with a Bryce Young trying to I get was just going to say Panthers, yeah, like something like that. A younger quarterback, a team that's you know a top ten draft pick team because their record is that bad to try to get them on track and and has that room and I guess like ability to grow and that timeline to grow. Yeah, this is not a you have the time to grow situation. This is a window, and we don't hundred uh, percent you know, progression and learning and all that stuff. We don't have time what? for that right now.
1: And just, just to even go to your point even more, like, yeah, we don't have time for that. We have vets like Jason Kelsey that's probably on his last year. And we have Lane Johnson, who's one of the best tackles in the league, if not the best, running out of time as well. So, like, it's just like we're coming to an end with this awesome group and we didn't have time, like you said, to yep. just kind of figure it out. And it also, I do, you made me feel better because I am realizing it isn't all his fault. Cause if you remember back like earlier in the season, even Jason Kelsey said these teams know how powerful our offenses, they are giving us everything. So it's yep. like Brian Johnson, who's inexperienced and just trying to learn his way going up the cream of the crop trick plays everything. So it isn't all like completely fair to him. He was put in a tough situation. I just don't think he's ready for it, but, Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not willing to, to risk next year with him trying to figure it out as well. And I hope, I hope they don't, but
2: yeah. And I I just, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Like they, they don't have the, the, the time is not on their side for this one. Yeah. They just don't have the ability to do that. And it's a shame because like, I don't, I don't think he's a going to be a bad NFL coordinator. It's just, it, it is not what we need in this current
1: situation. I forget who it was some NFL analyst put out a tweet today just saying like here are the only top or the only teams in the NFL that shouldn't take CJ Stroud if he's on the board. And it was like Josh Allen and obviously the Bills, um Lamar, Kansas City and then two other with oh Bengals and I don't remember who it was, but he left Herbert and Jalen Hurts off the list. So he literally said. Wait, and what, who, who are we drafting? I forget who it was. I saw it this morning. It was some one of the NFL um, analysts on Twitter. No, but who, what player
2: is being drafted? Oh, C.J. Stroud. It's not C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is in the NFL currently.
1: Who, who are oh, we taking? <laughs> no, oh, sorry. I said C.J. Stroud. Who's the USC guy? What's his name? Oh, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, you're, thank you. I'm sorry about that. No, that's I'm like,
2: okay, yes, I, I
1: see the point. Look, who are we drafting? Um, yes, you're right. Um, well, Caleb Williams,
2: yes. Jalen Hurts is the only reason that the city is not on fire.
1: So I brought that up just because I think that might p- be pissing me off more than the actual losing or it's comparable just because the fact that everybody's coming after Jalen with this is absolutely infuriating. And after that Seattle game, dude, where he went into it, we all knew that he was extremely sick. He flew separate from the team because he was extremely sick and still decided to try to play. And he did. that probably was his worst game. He did not play well. Um, But we knew he was super sick. You know what I mean? And the fact that the media and and everybody –
2: After the game, his post-game press conference, when he was speaking, I was like, put him to bed. Let him go right? to bed. Put some chicken I put it. Freaking go back bed. I feel like, people, like in the rain. Stop it.
1: Yeah. So many people just ignored the sick factor. And that's what started this narrative again, that Jalen hurts is not it. And it is so infuriating to me. Cause like, yes, he's not played his best this season, but he's also not getting help. And that game specifically, like we said, he was sick. So it's just, I don't know. It's just bothering me so much. The people coming out on Twitter. Because it's not just the media. It's the people coming out on Twitter that were extremely against Jalen Hurts coming in for Carson. I think they kind of took that bait as like, oh, here's our, like, this is what we talked about before. And yeah. Trying to prove themselves right again. Because they didn't want to say that they were wrong, yeah. you know. So, yeah. But that's like one of the things that's pissing me off just as much as this team probably right now. Is the disrespect to Jalen Hurts. Because it is not all on him. He might, his play is a little concerning. Um, just these last couple of weeks, I don't think it's going to be a concern in the future. So, like, if anything, I think it. Yeah, it's a problem, but it's not the problem.
2: Yeah, I and think it's,
1: Matt. Go ahead. Yeah,
2: and, and what AJ said as well in his press, in his press conference this week, he also pointed out that Jalen takes a lot of the blame and falls on the sword a lot for things that uh, for other people not doing their job. So he he mentioned that Nick, Brian, and Jalen, all do that a lot and get a lot of unfair criticism based on what the rest of the players are doing. So I thought that was really, really interesting as well. You sent me this and I wanted to pull it back up because I think it's an interesting perspective. Now, this was only through week, what just happened, 17. So this was through week 16. This is prior to the Cardinals game, prior obviously to then the Ravens as well putting up almost 60 on the Dolphins. Dolphins? Yes. Um, but through week 16 Lamar Jackson who is the i and definitely after week 17 absolutely yeah. clear cut front runner for MVP Lamar was 12 and 13 4100 yards 24 total touchdowns and 18 turnovers Jalen Hurts 11 and 4 4200 yards 35 total touchdowns and 18 total turnovers so same number of turnovers Jalen Hurts added how many touchdowns Three, four, four. Total
1: touchdowns? How many
2: touchdowns did Jalen have? To
1: three, I think, because the one came from the defense. Right,
2: right, right, right.
1: Okay, so Jalen
2: added three, 38. Lamar probably, Lamar added four, five. He threw five. five yeah, he had more touchdowns than incompletions. He threw five touchdowns. Uh, so 29, yeah, he had three incompletions all game and five touchdowns. And then Tyler Huntley came in and threw a touchdown. Like, just so funny. The Dolphins are frauds. Um, okay, so 29 touchdowns for Lamar. I don't know if he had any turnovers in that game. 38 touchdowns for Jalen. Did he turn the ball over on Sunday?
1: Yeah, once.
2: Did he or was it just that fumble? From Wait, the let me kick- look at it.
1: Let me see. Think,
2: am I insane? I don't think he did. I might be trying to
1: look it up. Do I just um,
2: block one interception? Did he really?
1: Why don't Put I it remember? It was on Google. I don't remember when it was either, though. Oh, wait, no. Was it in that third quarter? Did I just mentally block out the third quarter? I have no idea. Yeah,
2: it says he threw an interception. Okay. So- oh, okay. That's enough out of you. Um, okay. So, but either way. One is clear-cut front runner for MVP. One is apparently should be thrown out the window to draft Caleb Williams, right? It's, uh, it's just situationally, I get it. Like the Eagles are not doing well right now. I understand,
1: but you know, there's... I just don't get the hate for Jalen Hurts. I know the quarterbacks like the main symbol, so it's going to be the coaches and the quarterback that get it um, totally. when they're not playing well. But like, it's just. It's just annoying. You know what I mean? Totally. All
2: right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're just going to kind of talk about where the Eagles stand heading into Week 18, where we mentally stand heading into Week 18, and then we will indeed give a score prediction for this ridiculous game that unfortunately has to matter on Sunday. Um, Ugh, I can't. You're listening to The Babes on Broad on BGN Radio.
0: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back into episode 115 of Babes on Broad. So, week 18, final week of the regular season. There's still a little hope, just that we said that they really, after the A.J. Brown press conference, that they really are just going to find it. They're going to band together, and they're going to ride this wave into the dang playoffs. There's still hope to this point. Do we think it's going to happen? Well, I had more hope that
2: they'd be able to rest all of their starters in Week 18 and not oh, play on the Give Met themselves life. a bye. No, not play on the MetLife turf. I don't care about a bye. The MetLife oh. turf.
1: Oh, that's a great point, too. Yeah, dang. That's really that could weird. be. uh Jess, come on. I know already that's, stressing about this game, and now that you got me really, really stressing. All I
2: can think about, it's all that's I can think. That's really stressing. I can't think of anything else. I don't even care. So here's the thing: they're currently the five seed. Unfortunately, they're eleven and five. They could be twelve and five and still have to fly to Tampa and play the nine and eight or eight and nine Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Which is ridiculous how that works out. It's so frustrating.
2: So ridiculous. Um, so that's how it stands right now. They had, were, if they would have beaten the Cardinals, they would have been able to win the division and take the two seed. But as it stands right now, if they win and the Cowboys win, Dallas gets that tiebreaker because of the common opponents and, um, conference record and NFC record. And however they do it either way, Dallas will win the division and get the two seed. Um, and they have no one to blame, but themselves for that mess if the eagles win and dallas by some miracle loses to the washington football team redskin commanders mm-hmm. the eagles will then win the division and be able to take the two seed um but i that's where the eagles stand mentally i i actually think i do think they can turn around am i insane am i an idiot probably but i do <laughs> think they can turn around the only thing standing in my only mental block is this damn that turn. It scares the hell out of me. Yeah. So many injuries when they played the Jets.
1: Yeah. Um, so many. And that's the last thing you need, because at least before it's like terrible. You don't want anything to happen. But it's like, OK, just come back before playoffs. Just don't be bad enough that you can come back for playoffs. We don't have that anymore. We have a game next week. That's a playoff game. Yes. Um so that makes me really nervous especially for this offensive line that we always see get tangled up it always seems to be them um
2: jason kelsey jason and trav they talked about it on new heights that week they talked about the turf and jason is like really on the band the turf bandwagon
1: Mm -hmm.
2: i remember how he described he was basically talking about the certain kind of turf that metlife has like it's not that turf is bad it's like the certain turf that they have it's like you don't slide. Like if you basically, like if your foot plants, you can't like, it won't slide out yeah, you, it like catches and it's, it's there. Like you're not. Yeah. Going-
1: well, that's why you see, like, I think it was Lane that um he like twisted his ankle or something at the jets or some kind of where somewhere where they had turf um at some point in the season, but you saw it literally plant and exactly what Jason said. Like some guy was like, he was going into battle on the line and the guy was pushing him and you saw his ankle plant and literally his body kept going because the guy was pushing him and his ankle just stayed there and it rolled. You know what, what I mean? So that's what to Travis Kelsey when they played Minnesota. Yeah, he got hurt there. It, mm-hmm.
2: was, it was and it was it was non-contact like his he just tried to plant and go the other way and his foot caught and his ankle rolled like.
1: Yeah, ugh. it's uh, not the best situation um that's really
2: like resting your starters to give yourself a bye sure resting your starters to keep them off this freaking turf that's more so.
1: great they, they also can't because they're, they're playing like trash so they need to figure it yeah, out you're right but they I also I hope that maybe they'll have a fantastic I actually I don't know I was gonna say I hope they have a fantastic first half and everybody stays safe and then they like rest but you can't even trust them to do you that. Yeah. <laughs> you like, need them. I just want them just to hopefully blow them out the first three and a half quarters, and then you can rest. <laughs> That's like, ah, yeah. They need to, they, well.
2: they need to, they need to
1: play because every. they need the match. They
2: do. They just they need to get into a rhythm offensively. They need to get into a rhythm, and like I don't even know. The defense is hopeless.
1: Yeah, I have no which I. Want well, to know what's going to be really embarrassing? So if we do have the Bucs, which it's already embarrassing because the Bucs haven't even clinched a playoff spot. <laughs> like that's how – like they're 8-8. Eight and eight, You know what I mean? But whatever. So we go to Tampa, and it's very frustrating if they lose to Baker. But I also – as of right now today, without seeing them this weekend and how they play – I could see that happening <laughs> because Baker just has this amazing energy that he's brought to the box. And I feel like they're kind of getting in the swing of things at the right time. So it might be bad for us if they don't turn things around.
2: I mean, if they can't go one and done in the playoffs, they- if they went one and done by having to like go up to Detroit, fine.
1: Not even. Yeah. Fine. Like, I better- agree. Yeah, I, obviously we don't want them to lose, but like the Lions are a good team. One,
2: losing to the winner of the someone has to play in the playoffs from the NFC. Team. If someone having to do that. I mean, you that. Oh, oh, I mean, it's either yeah, them dude. or the. And. Both are going to have a, one's going to have a losing like they're going to have a losing record getting it.
1: Yeah. I I don't know how to feel about it, dude. I'm just, like, down and depressed, honestly. I'm nervous. Everything – I'm never comfortable. So All right, I'll so feel. do you
2: think they're going to win on Sunday?
1: I do think they win. 28-21 is what I'm going to say.
2: Oh, I hate them so much. Same. I love
1: them, but I hate them. I'm
2: so mad because I got – I'm so – I like, I don't even want to – like, I mean, I do want to wear it. I got a Jalen Hurts Kelly Green for Christmas, and I'm like – so excited about it. I'm like, don't spoil this for me. Like, I want to wear it. Come on.
1: Dude, sorry. The dogs are going nuts over an Amazon delivery person.
2: <laughs> stop. I mean,
1: protect the yeah, home. Right? Me,
2: they're making sure. Yeah, I, mean, I, You're right. I think they're going to win. I don't know. Is it going to be too close? Are they going to win like 30 to 27? Probably. Like, I, because I just don't. I just yeah. this couldn't stop me.
1: Okay, so maybe twenty eight, twenty four. Maybe I switch it to twenty eight, twenty four after you.
2: Twenty
1: eight, twenty four. Yeah. All right. You're right. It, it down. I'm gonna
2: lock it in. Thirty to twenty seven. I don't know, man. I I really I I don't know why I they I still believe, but I do still believe that they can turn it around. Like I don't know. I I it might just be like. The impact of like Jalen Hurts is very like calm, cool, collected demeanor. I'm always just like, "Yep, this will be fine," and I've never been like that before. Maybe it's the fact that I've gone through childbirth, and I'm like, "Nothing is that serious." Like I've been cut open and sewed back together. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nothing's that serious. Like you know what I mean? I don't know what it is, but I don't get as all up in arms as I used to. It's probably better no, I- my
1: blood pressure and my mental health. So when I think about it and during the games, I get really, really angry. But then when I, like, right after it's done, I'm able to forget it now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm able to just be like, whatever. And it's because we have other things that we're thinking about, thankfully. now. But, yeah. I still, man, I'm, when I'm watching the games, I'm I'm going through it. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
2: it. in the moment, for sure. Yeah. 100%. But, yeah, like... I don't know. I just, or am I just numb to the pain? Is that what it is? Like, I
1: just. I don't think I'll ever get used to it. I've been an Eagles fan my entire life. And every year it still hurts. Every year they find a way to torture me in a different
2: capacity. But hey, go birds. <laughs> I, don't know. I actually, I really, I, can I see them going one and done? Yeah. But I actually don't think they're going to. I really don't.
1: No, but it's just like that you can never be comfortable. So it's just like you get really nervous. Like I could see them losing to Baker. Do I think it's necessarily going to happen? Um, like if I was given a percentage, I would say 70-30.
2: 30%
1: they could lose to Baker.
2: Would I be shocked if they did? No. What? Especially, dude, they lost the to the Cardinals. The three involved 12 Cardinals yeah I don't that I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll Dallas see. lost to them too. It's
1: my only saving grace. yeah they it, it doesn't make sense. I mean gannon must have just had those games circled or something.
2: I, hate that guy. I hate
1: his stupid face. Yeah me too. So Nick much. likes him and I'm like Nick
2: I up. think you know what I think that was another cla I think that was an I wish AJ would have been like, yeah what he said about Gannon, <laughs> lie lie. Lying.
1: He looked stupid again. (laughs) No, lies.
2: Uh, All right. Yeah. They're going to win. It's going to be fine. They're going to win. It's going to be fine. They're fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm not not concerned at all. Everything's fine. Maybe if I say everything's fine one more time, it'll actually be fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) Uh, Well, all All right.
1: right,
2: Yeah, we'll see. But we'll wrap from here. Thank you so much for listening to episode 115 of Babes on Broad. As always, thank you to SP Nation and Bleeding Green Nation for hosting our show. We'll be back next week to prep for a playoff matchup. We'll see what happens. Everything will be fine. And, uh, yeah, they're going to go either somewhere in the NFC South, and they're going to win, and then we'll see what happens from there. But thank you again for listening to our episode. Make sure you're subscribed everywhere to Bleeding Green Nation. we got lots of stuff coming out this week. Thank you so much, and go Birds.